Welcome, everyone. Today, I'm really excited to have Sean Brown join us, and the doors will be opening to his thriving senior photographer training on Thursday, April 6th. And I, I'm just excited because once a year, Sean opens the doors, and the information is just, it's epic. Let's just call it what it is, Sean. Um, give us a little insight as to what everyone's going to see, and welcome. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, well, thank you for, I know this was a very last minute podcast that we put together. So thank you so much for having me. But um, one of the things, so like you mentioned, so this training, I am so ecstatic for it. So every year, this is a once per year training where I literally only do this one time per year where I pull back the curtain on all of the secrets that I use in my own business, all of the the frameworks, the things, the steps that it takes to go from the struggling senior photographer to the thriving senior photographer. And we'll, we'll go into it a little bit today in this podcast. But really, this training is if you are looking, I'm just going to get to the bare bones. If you're looking go to book it. more clients, make more money, and ultimately become the go-to senior photographer in your market, this training is for you. That's what this training is all about. It's to take you from, you know, spending those late nights at the computer. So, you know, I'm sure we've all been there where your husband is asking where you are in the editing cave and basically being able to allow you more time, flexibility, and freedom to do what you truly want to do. So we're going to be breaking that down uh, starting April 6th. It's a three, it's three days of training. It's pretty intense. It's, it, it's in-depth. So if you're not serious about growing your business, don't join. But if you are serious about joining, or if you are serious about growing your business, by all means, we would love to see you there. And we'll, we'll give you more info as uh, you know, at the end of the podcast and the show notes, I'm sure. Okay. And, and yes, we will. Absolutely. My question is now, this is not just for newer senior photographers. This is for anyone in the industry, because I personally believe education is continual. We need to constantly be re-educating ourselves because the trends change. Everything changes every year, I feel, with my business. And I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and so one of the things, so while it is geared towards senior photographers, you can apply it to any single genre, especially like portrait genres, weddings, you know, there might be some areas where you'll, I mean, obviously systems and processes and all that stuff you need in any photography business. But if you are looking to grow any portrait business, obviously the training is going to be applicable to you. Yeah, it's going to be some senior context. But if you're a wedding photographer and you're looking, you you know, you're finally said, I am done photographing weddings on weekends. I am ready to have my weekends back. I'm ready to have a schedule where my clients don't dictate it, where that's kind of the beauty behind senior photography is we get to make our own schedules. I always joke with Vicky because she's like, I'm going to shoot a senior portrait session on Sunday. And yeah. I'm like, is I'm my not, day. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I'm not working on Sundays, but that's the beauty is we don't have a client saying our wedding is this date at this venue, be here, you know, you have to show up and all that stuff. You have no control. Or if you're a family photographer and maybe you're looking to add in another genre or a newborn or uh, bridal or any, you know, whatever genre it is, Maybe you're looking to add some revenue into your business and you say, you know what, high school seniors, it can happen on the weekdays. I've got my other shoots on these days, fit them into there. Or maybe what you're looking for is you're just getting started in the photography industry as a whole. And you say to yourself, I'm not sure 
if this is even right for me. It would be a great training to kind of test the waters, uh, dip your toe into the water, so to speak, and see if it's right for you. Because at the end of the day, one of the things that I truly believe is that senior photography is one of the best ways to be able to have a photography business. And we, I mean, we can dive into my backstory about this a little bit, but it's one of the genres that I was attracted to. And I'm sure many of you are too listening where you said, you know what, if I want to be a stay-at-home parent, I'm able to do that. If I want to run a, a six-figure business like you have, Sean, you're able to do that. If you want to do something that's just a little bit on the side on your day job, I've seen students of mine do all of those and then some. So really, I think it's one of those flexible genres that really you can do. And um, whether you're supplementing, whether this is your full-time thing, it has so much possibility. And I think that's probably what I love most about it. I do too. And I agree. And I'm weird. I like to shoot on Sundays, <laughs> shoot any day of the week. One thing that I noticed when I was doing weddings and slowly coming over to the senior photography side of things. Well, it wasn't slow for me. In my mind, I wanted it that day after I started photographing seniors. Yeah, don't we all want it that day, right? Yes, and but you have to taper <laughs> off because you have people booked a year out. The, the big thing that I noticed with senior photography, you can make as much as you do on a wedding, if not more. And when you factor in your time spent, you're making even more money. Yeah. And I think that that's one of the, we'll call them just kind of like the myths in the industry. And there are kind of like these two myths that I see quite a lot. And one is, you know, you have to shoot weddings to make money. And if, you know, you may say, well, yeah, weddings, you're making, you know, two, three grand and it's one day and then you're done. It's not one day. You're doing yeah. an engagement session. You're planning. You're doing timelines. You're meeting with the planner. You're going to the venue to check the light. It's not just one day. Let's yeah. stop saying it's one day. Well, and that's one of the things, too, is you say, okay, you, you look at this and you say, okay, perfect. Eight, eight hours of work for two, three grand. And, you know, if you're a good wedding photographer, you know, five, six, awesome, perfect. So, now that you you said that, well, if we say weddings are the only way to possibly make it, well, look at around you and look at most of the photographers that you look up to. Most of the photographers that you look up to are other, other genres as well. So maybe you have wedding photographers that you're looking up to, but if weddings were truly the only way to make money, then why is it that photographers like Peter Hurley are super, super well-known and specialize in headshots? Why is it that Sue Bryce is one of the biggest photographers in the entire world and she doesn't do a single wedding per year? She's solely focused on women's portraiture. So if that's truly the case, then why are the other photographers really special? Why are they standing out? Well, it's because they've chosen to specialize in one genre. They've chosen to stand out in their particular niche. And as long as you are dedicated to making that happen then you're going to be successful in whatever industry you want to do. If you were to look up family photographers, there's probably one photographer, and I'm not familiar with the family industry, but there's a photographer out there that's super great at families and only shoots families and is making a killing on it, letting them have a life that they want to live and doing the job that they want to. And one of the things that we, we have to break ourselves out of is that it doesn't matter what genre you are in 
as much as it does the steps and the frameworks that you operate from in your business. As long as you have a stellar client experience, as long as you have all of your marketing, your brand dialed in, as long as your pricing is in line and you are choosing and basically dedicating yourself to that particular genre, you will be successful. So when we look at the senior industry and we say, well, weddings is the only way to make money. Why is it that we see in these Facebook groups that people are having five, six, seven, $10,000 senior sales, and most of them are doing it consistently on the four to $5,000 basis if you truly have your systems dialed in. So the fact that you know there's this idea, idea that you can only make money with weddings is just ludicrous because we've, we see that that's not the case where I see, you know, students of mine where they're posting consistently. It's like, I have one student, Laura, who is consistently hitting $3,800 sales averages. And that's simply because she's decided to follow the steps and isn't working in a million different directions, which is kind of myth number two, which is the idea that you have to special, you have to do everything if you want to make it in photography. And that's kind of the second myth because I remember sitting, I was, so I photographed sports as well for those who, who don't know. And I was talking with this one photographer, we're in the booth, uh, we're kind of up in the upstairs press box photographing the, it was, I think the Seattle Sounders and Houston Dynamo. So MLS, it was like a West Western conference finals matchup or something like that. One of the photographers, he's been doing it for a little while and he's been struggling and he says to me, he goes, oh, you're, you're getting into photography. And he doesn't know my senior brain. So he only sees me from the sports side. He goes, well, if you really want to do photography full time, you got to do a little bit of everything. And so here's this photographer who is struggling, trying to do everything. So think headshots, sports, portraits, uh, family sessions, newborn sessions, taking on weddings. He's doing a little bit of everything. And he tells me, he goes, well, if you want to make it with photography, you have to do a little bit of everything. I, I, I said, okay, awesome. Thanks. Thanks for the advice. Meanwhile, I'm running a fully thriving six-figure senior photography business exclusively with seniors, doing more than he is in a year, having a life that gives me more freedom and flexibility, which is what it's all about. And it was because I took the advice that I had heard over the years, which was, if you want to be successful, choose a niche, a niche, however you want to say it, and go with it. And my take on this is, you know, if it truly, if you if you want to specialize, kind of back to my point with like Sue Bryce and Peter Hurley and all that stuff, if you want to be successful, taking on everything is not the answer. How many photographers that you know of are successful that take on everything. Not very many, because when we choose to specialize, that is when we see kind of that exponential growth in our business, where we're able to basically take everything that it is that we're doing and focus on that and make that better versus trying to make everything better. We can shift our focus. It's kind of like a laser where we can direct that laser into one particular area and it's going to be a lot more intense than if you were to take a flashlight and try to light up the whole room, right? It's kind of that analogy right there. Um, so those are kind of like the two myths I often see photographers operating with. And namely that wedding one is like, that's the one that gets you. That's the top one I hear. And I think that any 
genre of photography, if done right with the proper pricing, with the proper systems in place, you will be successful. I noticed talking about the flashlight laser, the minute I quit doing weddings and seniors and I went straight to seniors and teens, my business grew exponentially. It was so easy to focus on exactly what I needed to do, exactly how I was going to do it and move forward. Yeah. You just, have to leap. you just have to leap sometimes, Sean. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is one of the analogies I use in the, the become the thriving senior photographer training series. And it comes down to, uh, there's a YouTube video out there. It's probably got millions of views at this point. And it's Steve Harvey talking to his audience. So basically the cameras have been turned off and Steve Harvey is answering a question of the audience or he has he's kind of doing like this post, we'll call it speech, right? After one of his shows. And he goes, every successful person in the history of the world has had a point where you have to take a leap. He says, every single individual that you know that you look up to that has been successful has made the leap. It is up to you to decide when you are going to take that leap and when you essentially say enough is enough. And for me, that came very early on in my business, thankfully, where for those of you who don't know, I know Vicky knows this. I was going to go to medical school. I was fully set on being a cardiologist. I was fully set on basically signing my life away to work in, in hospitals and, and take care. And yes, that's very noble. It's notable. Like it is one of those jobs where everybody goes, oh, you're a doctor. Like there was some, there was a little bit of prestige to it. And there's almost kind of like this, I think there's still a stigma. Maybe it's gone a little bit away with being a photographer because it's like, oh, Uncle Bob, he's a photographer too. Or, oh, I know so-and-so down the road. How, how, how many times have you guys heard that listening? Where you say, oh yeah, so-and-so is a photographer too. And so you say, oh, I'm going to go be a photographer. And everybody goes, oh, okay, what's your main job? What's what's your full-time job? You know, Vicky, you probably still get that question where I say, you tell them, oh, I'm a photographer. And they go, awesome. What do you do for your nine to five? What do you do for your day job? There's still a stigma that it's not possible to do it full-time or that most people don't because everybody's the photographer. And so for me, the leap came where it was almost having to take a step back and, and ask myself, do I want to ask myself the what if question years down the road? You know, what if I had done senior photography? What if I had hadn't gone to medic medical school and I had gone all in? What if, or, you know, what would it look like if I had continued down the path that I was on? And so there was kind of like, I think of it as like a divergent path. You can think of it as a leap, whatever your head wants to do. And there was a point where you had have to say and have to tell yourself, I'm going to commit to this. You're either, um, <laughs> as Gary Vaynerchuk says, you can't be half pregnant, right? So <laughs> you, you either are fully committed to it or not at all. There's no, you know, waiting in the water. It's like the, the water's always the coldest when you first get in it. And then you wait it out. And you're, you know, you're at your ankles and then you go to your knees and then it's colder versus like, if you had just dove in in the first place, you would have been acclimated to it already. So taking that leap and choosing 
to move your business forward, I think is something that every single photographer faces. And it's okay if you don't want to leap, by the way, if, if you don't want to do this full time, if you want to do it as a hobby, by all means, keep doing that. There's absolutely a place for you. But at the end of the day, if you're complaining about not booking clients, if you're saying, why do my clients not value me? Why am I not making any money? I can't find any clients. Well, it's probably because you aren't fully committed and because you haven't chosen to take the leap. So if you aren't going to commit, that's okay. Just acknowledge that the path is going to be a little bit more rocky for you versus somebody who chooses to dive headfirst and chooses to kind of embrace the unknown, the unknown, who chooses to say, you know what, there is a little bit of unpredictability with running your own business in any industry, right? Not just photography. But once you take the leap, not only are you more committed, but your clients become more committed to you as well, because they see you as somebody who values their experience, who values what they are looking for, and who is going to give them the best experience possible. I agree 1000%. I see a lot of people of both sides that that are almost embarrassed to say that they are a photographer. And that's worrisome in and of itself. Like what about this industry makes us feel like, oh, I'm just a photographer. No, you're more than that. Why, you know, why can't we embrace that? And then I've also been on the other side of that where, you know, you're in a group of people and they're like, oh, Okay, well, what do you really do? Yeah. Yeah, that's the kicker. That's the gut punch. It's like, no, this is what I do. This is how I support my family. Yeah. So. And and I I mean, I was right there with the, we'll call it embarrassment. We'll call it hiding behind a facade. Whole thing. <laughs> I remember this was years ago. And my brother, um, he asked me, he goes, why do you always say you're a business owner when people ask you what you do? And I hadn't, I was doing this subconsciously. This was not something that I was aware of where people would say, oh, what do you do? Oh, I run my own business. Because guess what? That sounded strong. It sounded powerful. It sounded important. And what I had to do was overcome the idea that being a photographer wasn't valuable. It's one of the most valuable jobs in the entire world. Yeah, I couldn't imagine anything else. I love it. Yeah. And one of the things, the reason why I say it's so valuable is we have, especially in the senior industry, you have no idea the impact you have on your clients. Where I have had girls that I've photographed and after a shoot, after their senior portrait session, they have come to me, their mom has come to me and essentially says, you know, I am so happy we chose to work with you. So-and-so was, uh, you know, down in the dumps about her self-esteem, like could not see herself how we do. And it wasn't until you photographed her that she was able to see that. Or, uh, you know, she's had portraits before. It's never been herself. You finally were able to pull her personality out and to make her actually enjoy the you know seeing herself and looking at her photos and like that is life changing you so, can argue it all you want but that memory is going to stick with them for the rest of their lives that is going to be a moment 
where they look back on and say, you know what? I am beautiful. I do have worth. And to me, that is more invaluable than absolutely anything. I always tell my clients that I, my goal is for them to see themselves as I see them. Yep. And it's important. We play a crucial role in their self-esteem, in their self-worth, in their relationship with their mom, because we're providing an experience for their mom as well. I mean, there's just so many areas that senior photographers, teen photographers, portrait photographers, all photographers play in this industry. I wish I had it. I was trying to pull up one of these texts and it was a text that I got after a, a session. And when we say going back to the, you know, the whole photographers are kind of almost afraid to say that they're photographers. Right. And there's, you know, I think there's always going to be the, you know, the, the stigma that like you can't make a living with art or you can't, you know, the starving artist mantra. And that's, you know, whole, whole different topic right there. But we truly have a, a gift that nobody else has. That if you are somebody who is investing in making their experience the best it can be, and and your all your sole focus is pulling them out of their shell, embracing their true personality for who they are. You know, you're gonna get the the cheerleaders. You're gonna get the band kids. You're gonna get a mix, all of the above. But it's up to you at the end of the day, are you choosing to take pretty photos or are you choosing to make a difference? And for most of you, I hope it's to make a difference. It's a difference. Absolutely. And so as you embark on your photography journey, if you keep that at the forefront of your mind and when somebody says, oh, oh, yeah, what do you do for your nine to five? You know, what do you do for your job? Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I am a photographer. And, and go a step further. Yeah, I, I'm a high school senior photographer and my focus is on on changing senior, you know, seniors lives by showing them who they truly are and tearing down the the facades that social media has told them they need to put up. That's your why right there. Have a strong power statement. If you feel uncomfortable saying you're a photographer and own it and choose to embrace it. It's important. I mean, we are empowering young people. We are giving a gift and it, it hurts my heart when people shy away from saying they're a photographer. It's like any other job. We yeah. would be owning that title. Yeah. Is it is it more uh important to say, "Oh, I'm a general manager at uh you know, a Fortune 500 company or whatever it is?" hell be the general manager of your name photography business if you know having a title makes you feel better or something like that but at the end of the day it's all about it doesn't matter what other people think no that's the truth is. because guess what who's guess who's getting out of your bed who's putting on your shoes every single day you are not them you are. So if you're not happy, who the freak cares if somebody else thinks, oh, that's that's really no that's really notable, right? That's a really high accolade you got. There are things that you can do in photography where it sounds really impressive, but at the end of the day, if you don't love it, why are you doing it? It goes for any job. 
if you don't love what you're doing, why are you continuing to do it just because somebody else is saying, oh, they're really, you know, they're successful. That's a whole nother conversation too. Who, what's the definition of success? To me, it's having the freedom and flexibility to do what I want when I want. Whatever that looks like to you, you know, it's uh, for me, that's if I want to go skiing on a weekend, I go skiing on a weekend. For me, if that's, if I want to go, you know, watch some basketball games during March Madness when we're filming this, it's going to watch some games during March Madness. If for you, it's spending more time with family. If it's going to your son's soccer games where now finally you're able to put your phone away where you're not missing his game winning goal. If you're taking your daughter to her gymnastics meet and you're not having to say, oh, dad's going to take you because I've got to photograph a photo session that I, you know, I have to take on on the weekend, you know that's not success. To me, that isn't. You could be making a million dollars a year with photography, but if you don't have the time to do what you want to do, that's not successful. So how we define success is always going to be different. And for somebody else to tell us that we're not successful simply based on their definition, well, that's that's just, you know, I think that's absolutely bogus. Like there's nobody who's going to tell me that I'm not successful if I feel successful. Well, and let's be honest, if you're just in it and doing it and going through the motions, the teens, the moms, everybody can sense that. Absolutely. You're not serving anyone. Yeah. They're like sharks in the water. They can smell blood a mile away. Oh yes, they can. (laughs) Yeah. And so if you're like, oh, I'm just, you know, and, and, and that's also, you know, yeah, you can, you can make a really good living with senior photography. But if you're just doing it for a paycheck, well, you're in it for the wrong reasons. Absolutely. So it comes down to, to what do you want out of your business? And you now I hear a lot of people, you know, they, they're struggling to book clients where, uh, you know, maybe you're getting less than 10 inquiries per week, or maybe you're, you're not making any money with photography, or maybe you're working countless hours where it seems like you want, you know, you're, you're always back editing at your computer. And then even when you do book a client, you check your bank account and it feels like you're at the same spot that you were before because you're not priced appropriately. It all comes down to you dedicating your time to what it is that you truly want to do and serving your clients in the best ways possible. And if you are feeling those, some of the things that you're likely doing are you're looking at what every other photographer is doing, every other quote unquote successful photographer, what they're doing, and you're trying to mimic them because you think in your head that, well, if they're successful, then all I have to do is copy the exact thing that they're doing. And all of a sudden, I'm going to have a business of my own. Or maybe good good luck to that. Or maybe you're, you're struggling to book clients And so what you do is you say, well, you know what? I'm going to price myself as low as I possibly can. And that's going to generate me so many more clients because the lower price I am. And if I can provide an amazing experience on top of that, that becomes a no brainer for my clients, right? But in reality, what happens is you're just seen as the cheap photographer and the people that actually value what it is that you do are going to go to the higher price photographer. So there's a distinction to be made as well, where it's like, yes, do what you want to do and do what you love. But at the same time, you also need to do it in a way that works and runs a business, right? That is running a business for you, 
not somebody else. And I love how you have your push sweatshirt on because I think that that's like, that's one of the beauties of push is you have, what is it like eight, nine, 10 speakers typically? 14. 14. Okay. So the time you count the shooting pods in the after hour pods, there are 14 educators plus. So you have 14 educators specifically at the push conference. How many of them are running their business the exact same? How many of us looked at all the other industry educators and said, you know what? That Lacey gal, she runs a pretty good business and Lacey does. I'm going to copy exactly what she does and do it for me. Lacey is super amazing editorial, like editorial creatively. My brain doesn't think like that. Do you know what would happen? Photographer, I'll go out there. I'm like, very basic. I'm like, I'm going to provide my clients the best experience possible. Mm -hmm. But if they're going to, if, if Lacey wants to shoot on this, like pink and yellow kind of like, I don't know what you want to call almost like a, a bold, but that's that's Lacey. And for me to do that, I wouldn't be able to do that. So why is it that we're trying to mimic every other photographer out there when it's been shown that you can run a business how you want to run a business and how it works for you? So I think at the end of the day, it's one, getting clear on who it is that you're going to serve. Two, it's, are you actually going to be dedicated to this? Are you just in it for a quick buck? Because if you are, you're you're not going to last very long. It's why... I think it's like 75% of businesses are out of business in the first 18 months because they just, they have this idea and they're just in it to make a quick buck and they don't utilize what is step three, which is operating from a proper proven step-by-step framework. So yes, you don't want to run your business the exact same as everybody else, but there are some general principles that you need to abide by. It's kind of like building a skyscraper, Mm -hmm. building a skyscraper and building a house are almost very similar when it comes to the fundamentals. You need a foundation. You need support. You can't build a skyscraper without a foundation. You can't build it without any supports, right? So your business also has to follow some of those principles. And we can talk about that if we want to dive into like what I call the ascend framework at all, which is the three phase framework. But at the end of the day, it's doing what you want to do in a proper way that actually moves your business forward. Exactly. And And I think that may have just been a tangent. So if it was, I'm sorry. No, you're passionate about it. That's why we love you. It's important. And you cannot go out and copy the Lacey's, the Amanda's, the Sean's, the Tara's, the Thomas's of the world. Otherwise they're driving off in a Ferrari and you're chasing in flip-flops because they're out doing them. Now, when I say I'm a basic photographer, yeah, I am the fields and all of that. And and, and my, I'm not a very editorial photographer at all, but I am providing something that my clients identify with, with me and it's authentic. And those relationships carry through college. The moms become friends. It's evident. If you're just out there, just running and running and running and running and just treating people like a number, forget it. It's you're going to burn out. It's not going to last, I don't think. I have yet to see a sustainable model doing that. Now, there's a million different ways to run your business. And I know this training that you are providing starting Thursday, April 6th, is going to touch upon a lot. I mean, it's it's a lot of information. 
It is. Yeah. And I mean, I love the Ferrari flip flop analogy. I just picture, you know, the photographer in the flip flops, like Jimmy Buffett wasting away in Margaritaville where he goes <laughs> out his flip flop. You know, that line right there. That's well, Stacey Green said that she's the one that said that to me because there has been, there's, there's a lot of mirroring. We're just going to say that. And she's like, people can do, they can mirror whatever they want from a person, but it is literally, you're driving away in a Ferrari and they're chasing you with flip-flops that insert any photographer. And that is what is happening. Absolutely. And, and it kind of comes down to if you are constantly trying to see what others are doing before giving your permission, yourself permission to just try something different, you're always going to be a step behind. And so if you're asking yourself, well, I'm doing every single thing that insert successful photographer is doing. Why am I not booking clients? Well, it's actually because you're trying to do every single thing that insert successful photographer is doing. That's the exact reason you're not actually seeing success. So we might think that, oh, well, that's that's what they're doing. So as long as I do that, then I'm going to find success, booking more clients, making money. But at the end of the day, you have no idea why you're actually doing that. All you do is you see what's on the outside. And it's kind of like you go and uh, buy a new car, right? Maybe you you want a new Chevy Corvette. And you go and you you look and you say this one that has, it's uh, it's bright, it's shiny, it's red. The wheels have just been cleaned. The inside looks amazing. And you go and open up the hood and there's no engine in it. Well, it doesn't matter how good that car looks on the outside. If it doesn't have an engine, you're not even getting off the used car lot, right? So running your business, however it looks on the outside, is it's not even as important as what's on the inside. And that's kind of what we're going to be teaching on in the Become the Thriving Senior Photographer training series, which is how do you run a business that has that follows the Ascend framework, which is the, the cornerstones? What are your foundations? How do you expand upon that? So the second phase is expansion. And then that third phrase, third phase is elevation. How do you take it to the next level? How do you elevate yourself? And we're going to be touching on that uh, and how really there are there are gears to that framework where every successful photographer has followed some principles. So we're going to talk about that on there. And I know this podcast has run long. So if you want to hear about that, well, Vicky's got a link for you for the training series and all that stuff. But if you're truly serious about booking clients this year, as we I'm sure we'll probably wrap up. I know Vicky was very kind to have me on the podcast, but if you're truly serious about booking clients and Vicky can probably attest to this, you have to choose one path or another. You either keep doing what you've done and you get the results that you've always got. And if you think that anything's going to change, well, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Or you choose path two, which is you actually choose to make a change in your business. You choose to do what hasn't been done before by you. You choose to wade into the scary waters a little bit. You choose to to make the leap before seeing what's underneath. There are some steps you need to take, but it comes down to, are you going to keep doing what you've done, kind of getting the status quo, or 
Are you going to choose to, you know, attend a free training series to actually take action, not just sit and listen to the videos? Because if I could teach you through osmosis, I would, but I can't. <laughs> and, and, and it comes down to if you want to make a difference in your life, in your family's life, if you're, if you're tired of, you know, having to run off to portrait sessions and leaving your family behind, if it seems like you're cooking family dinners at, and staying up until 2 a.m., basically putting your kids to bed and then staying, staying up late working. If it feels like you're putting in countless hours and and not booking clients and missing out on family events and being able to do what you want, come join the training series and, and make commitment, not only to me, but also to yourself, that you're actually going to take action. Because at the end of the day, you can only grow your business if you actually take the steps to move it forward. If you actually put in the work. I couldn't agree more. Personally, I tell this all the time at push. It doesn't matter. Insert any training, insert any conference. It's only as good as you're willing to implement action, change, scare the snot out of people. And if it doesn't scare you, the goal is not big enough. In my opinion, try it, implement it, see what happens. I mean, what if, Look at the what if, and this is a free training. So yeah, I'm I always go, I always go back to, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Exactly. What's the worst that can happen? Cool. You're back to square one. Yeah. You just go back. Right. You just revert. You're right back to where you are. And that's, I think in business in general and life in general, if something, if, if you're trying to go about life in the safest way possible, and you keep asking yourself, there's got to be more to it, but you shy away from something that seems scary. Well, you have to ask yourself, why is that? Why isn't it that you're seeing what you want to see? It's because you're not taking any risk. It's because you're not actually doing what it takes to run a successful business, which is you have to be willing to do what others aren't doing. Right. If you could do everything as easy as possible and get what you wanted, well, wouldn't everybody be doing that? Exactly. And if everybody was doing it, all it would all it would lead to is the what you wanted becoming a little bit harder to get. So why not be willing to just try something different? Why not be willing to do something that others aren't and see where that gets you? Yeah, there's no easy button. And Sean, thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your weekend. Thank you for having me. Oh, no. Any and every time. You know that. So I will have a link, everyone, for you to sign up. And I highly encourage you to. I totally believe in what Sean has to say. He has been a push speaker forever. For forever a and ever, yeah. Yeah. And you've been on CEO all three years. There is a reason. And I just encourage you to take this time and listen to what he has to say. And we look forward to hearing the results and what your thoughts are. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And I'll, I'll see you guys on the training. Vicki will have her uh, link for that in the, the show notes and all that stuff for you guys. Thank you again, everyone. <laughs>